Howdy, I'm Paul Isaacoder, and this is Author's Dozen, a podcast where I explore barriers to storytelling by writing one novel every month for 12 months. Please enjoy. It's all good. Eventually. Somebody, yesterday, asked me if I was happy with how this podcast ended up. Well, it's not all good. Is the work good? Absolutely. I am a fanatic about the work I accomplished this year. Out of the 11 I've finished and the last I'm finishing, eight of the novels are absolutely worth your time. They are all good. Some could be great. Is the effort good? I am exhausted. But it's a good exhaustion. It's the knowledge of a race well run for the most part. It's the feeling that courses through your body at the end of exertion. The feeling that all the hardship will make things easier from here on out. I've become more solid, more real. Are even the errors good? Perhaps. Some flaws in my hull have been addressed, and I am glad to have patched them before venturing into higher seas but a teacher must be something a little bit more than a work in progress. A teacher can often become a teacher of errors. One wishes that there was some sort of quality control board over writing tutors and podcasts that could screen out the incorrect instruction. I will likely listen back to this project at some later date and mock my flawed assumptions. You are but human. A human who is flawed. Uh... I could either love or hate these flaws, but I would rather it be the latter. Is the reception good? That is, though I broadcast, does anyone receive? My most downloaded episodes have been no more than 200 listens. The reception is bad. I'm frequented at public access cable numbers, college radio numbers. Could the numbers be better? Could they have been better? Is there something about the unpublished author talking about his writing for hours on end that turns people off? Is the fact that I crave audience numbers an inherent flaw in my character that ironically leads to smaller, interested audiences? Am I good? That is, did I hang a part of my goodness on how successful this project turned out to be? Does every good in this project make me good? If so, it's not all good, and therefore, I'm not all good. Oh no! Several of my novels turned out to be utter failures. One was a failed imitation of C.S. Lewis because I'm me and he's C.S. Lewis. And when you think about it, he'd probably be bad at imitating my writing style, so... That makes us equals? Somehow? Maybe? Another of my failures was a myopic version of what could have been an expansive and interesting topic. But are the books good, really? Many creations I delighted to share this year prompted nothing but silence. Could this be because I have fewer than 200 listeners, or could it be that my work is not as good or as interesting as I think it is? The tendency among pessimists to do the pessimistic interpretation is because it feels more real, and it doesn't let you down, and you're never expecting anything, so your expectations are always met. So it's not all good, but it's better than nothing. Nothing is what I might have said if I hadn't stepped out and tried this project. Those eight books would never have been, much less have been decent. 
Say what you will about this year-long podcast, it isn't silence. Here's an interesting argument for the existence of God. God is the greatest possible being that can be imagined. Number two, a being that is real is greater than an otherwise equal being that is not real. Step three, if God only exists as an idea in the mind, then we can imagine something that is greater than God, which contradicts the definition of God being the greatest possible being that can be imagined. Therefore, God is real. Okay, yeah, you can see that that's kind of a dumb argument, but, but also it's good for our purposes. Something that is real and good is better than something that is not real and good. All else being equal, the books I didn't write were better because I wrote them. Existence is better than non-existence, and given this fact, there are two things that are always good for writers. The first is that you exist, you are, you're real, and you're becoming more real all the time. Yesterday you didn't exist today, you existed now more than you did five minutes ago. How wonderful. You are and continue to be. As long as you can keep that up no matter what else you do, I'd call that a win. If you're just trying to stay alive this year, that's a benefit to all of us. Congrats! But there is a existence that you can take part in right now. You can bring something out of non-existence and into existence. Spiked seltzer. It's something that, so far as I could tell, didn't exist until like five minutes ago. And now, it's everywhere. According to some, it's indispensable and unavoidable. Did we just not have alcoholic seltzer technology until the 2020s? No, we could have made that in the 1920s. Unless there was prohibition. Or, how about this? Christmas. Who would have thought of that? Like, it's just a day. But it's a day we treat as different and unique. So much so that this arbitrary date governs our economy, and our calendar, and our families. It's just an idea. It just happened because some people made it happen. Did you know that you could just go out and make a child? Lots of us go out and make human beings. A living soul. For those who can't, there are lots of kids around. You could just get one. They're real. You're real. And better than nothing is something you can create just by wanting to create it. You can turn 26 letters and 14 punctuation marks into a book full of characters who never lived and places that never existed until you came along. Years later, they make Hogwarts into a theme park and yell about your tweets. Years later, they turn Hobbiton into a national landmark and cry about the Hobbit movies. The creators could have very well chosen not to create. All that stands between Narnia and nothing is a man who wants to make. It's okay to be a fan or a critic, but be brave as the year closes. Whatever you make, it's better than nothing. No matter how much you are ridiculed for your effort, there was at least effort. No matter your talent, you put what talent you have to use. There's something great about existence because it gives us a jumping off point. You can't judge something that doesn't exist. At least something that's bad is a jumping off point to say, oh, this is bad. And something that's not great can be jumped off to say, oh, this is how it could be great. If you're in a period of life right now where you're afraid to bring something into existence that you've wanted to bring into existence for a long time. Don't listen to the people who are like, oh man, the world will be made worse by my thing, or oh, who could have the conscience to bring a child into this world right now? If you're one of these people who is worried about what you bring into existence and whether or not it'll measure up, 
and whether or not it'll be the greatest of something and whether or not it'll hurt people. I mean, you're worrying about it. That's great. You have a conscience. I say you should go out and make something because people without consciences are making stuff all the time and they're saying it's good when it's not. So I think you are in a prime position to go out and do good, even though you might stumble and not do good. You'll try. That's more than most people can say. So here's what I'm working on. After my conversation with Dylan Terry uh, in the episode a few episodes back, we talked about one of my novels. It's Ironclad Nocturne, and it wasn't quite finished. And I mean, it'll never be finished until I decide to stop improving it. However, it wasn't just a complete story. And what I want to do is take that beginning and add to it. Whoa, crazy stuff, right? Uh, so it's a sequel, but like the rest of the novel. So it's like the second episode of, uh, of miniseries. So that's what I'm writing right now. Ironclad Nocturne, part 0.5, the ironcladdening. And some of the things that Dylan Terry uh, brought up is that my characters should have like a, an external goal that they are chasing while they're reacting to the villain's uh, villainy. That will uh, be a great jumping off point for the next bit of the novel. And see, if I hadn't done that bad part of the novel, there would be nothing to comment on. There'd be nothing to build on. It might even be that my entire body of work is nothing more than just a stepping off point for someone else. To take what I made and make it better. And that's fine. It's better than nothing. It's all good. And that's how I do the episodes, is I take the title and I make it, I put it in there all the time. <laughs> and that's how it is. I hope you guys have enjoyed this year-long process. I'm going to be putting out a few more episodes. Um, and once the series is done, uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, I would like to take a minute this year just to rest and to not be writing a book every month. That might be nice. All right. Hey, I love you, you lovely listeners, you lovely ears. Screak! Uh, record scratch. I just thought of something that's not good to create. And that's something that you destroy something else to make something. If you gotta destroy your friendships to make Facebook in the social network movie, then that's not good. In fact, now that I think about it, everything has a price. I destroyed my year to do this. Well, was it worth it? Hmm. Hmm. We are always destroying time. We're always destroying our bodies by getting older. We are always consuming. And so actually, that's a really good reason to make stuff because everything's going away. Everything's disintegrating in front of your eyes. And if there's something you can put back, good for you.